What's up, Dirt Bags? Welcome to episode 156 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch. What's going on, dude? Oh, what a beautiful weekend it was down here. It was. It was actually very nice, and I was lucky enough to get to spend it indoors. <laughs> indoors. Uh, no, like I said, uh, welcome to uh, welcome to the Midwest Angler Podcast. Uh, um, and if you heard me say, hey, you dirt bags, and all of a sudden you're taking offense, that's not a bad thing. It is not a bad thing. So a badge uh, of honor. It is a badge of honor. So sit down and uh, uh, take it all in. That's uh, that's what the sit uh, down. Be hard on your gear. Yeah, that's what the listeners catch of this your, show want to be called. Catch, and, and catch all your all the fish. Yeah, uh, I I actually got a text message today from Scott Brower that said, "Hey, I'm hard on my gear." I said, "No kidding. How hard are you?" He said, "I'm about as hard on my gear as you guys are on those microphones." <laughs> <laughs> damn it that's hard yeah that, <laughs> that is. is that is kind of beat him up uh so just a couple of housekeeping uh things that i want to cover uh as we um uh as we get episode 156 started uh i got a ups label um on friday our shirts are being sent to us now uh i know that it took a little bit longer than than what i thought it was going to take uh um, you know, we're closing in on, I don't closing in on a month or, you know, and, and I, I was thinking it was going to be a little bit less time, but whatever they're, they're on their way. So, uh, um, according to UPS tracking, we should have them tomorrow. Uh, I'm hoping to get most of them sent out Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, of this coming week. So, um, I think most people probably should have them uh, by this coming weekend. That's the plan, anyways. So, uh, be the um, best looking bunch of dirt bags out there. That's, that's for right. Sure. Those things look sharp. They look badass. They look super badass. And uh, um, like I said, I apologize that uh, that it took a little bit longer. Um, you know, I, I started getting a couple messages, and I think people were kind of thinking like, yeah, you know, what exactly is going on? But uh, um, I can assure you, you will have them in hand uh very soon very soon so uh <clears throat> moving right along fantasy fishing that's the next thing that's coming up uh matt uh always heads up the fantasy fishing deal for the podcast and uh um and i'm serious this year if if i'm not winning it nobody is because then i'm just going to delete everybody out of there really and, and really put whoever's behind me i'll let, I'll let them stay in but if anybody you ain't cheating from, you ain't trying right? <laughs> anybody jeremy k gone gone all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they'll have a Violet will have a yeah right. Uh, we'll have an account yeah. then. Yeah, well, old Jeremy, just a bunch of burner accounts for his kids. You know, oh, you know. Are what? you sure that's the one you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's amazing how Drew Clausen, a five-year-old, just happens to know that the Johnston boys are always really good up on the. Uh, up on the St. Lawrence River, but <laughs> you know, just just weird how that happens. But it does, it does. And that's my buddy Jeremy K. Oh, from he's going to be the all way. worked up now. Yeah. He's going to come into the parts room giving you heck. Yeah, now. <laughs> I, I, Jeremy wouldn't cheat. Jeremy wouldn't <laughs> no, cheat. That I know he, wouldn't. I, he, he. Jeremy says that he goes through and uh, he puts them in order. You know, on on their rankings, and uh, you know that he he lets Drew know. You know, hey, this is uh, you know the guy up here farther. You know probably going to do the best and uh you know that's that's oh, just I the know. way it shakes out and drew and i talk about it at school do you yep i see weston's in there too yep weston's yep. in there 
Uh, we recruited some guys at uh, at uh, the break table at work. Uh, um, I th- yeah, I think we're we got like forty people. It's real easy to play. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah. you just go in there, you pick an angler out of each bucket, and guess like a total weight in case there's a tiebreaker, and that's it. Yep. And then you then it's fun just to kind of follow in the standings the, during the tournament and see where your guys are shaking out, and it's like, oh, you know, I'm doing pretty well and stuff, and. We've had guys do really good in it before. And yep. So yep. I saw, uh, is it Brian Moen? Yep. Is uh, is in our group this year, and last year, like he was top ten in the in Nation, the world. Yeah. yeah so, uh, yeah. We, you know, hopefully, I mean, that'd be cool to to have somebody do that good in our group. Um, God dang it! What was I going to say? Oh, so it's so it's BassmasterFantasy.com, and then uh, you got to go in there. And uh, if, if you've played before, then you can just enter in the same old information. But if you haven't played before, uh, you got to go through. And, and there's going to come a part where you've got to put in your address and whatnot. Uh, they're not going to send you a whole bunch of stuff online. That, or, or they're not going to send you a whole bunch of stuff. That's, that's not what it's all about. Uh, if you would happen to win, though, they send out a raffle, a prize pack. Right. That's why they want to know your address like I can assure you, I mean, me and Matt have been doing this for years. They're not going to flood your mailbox with a whole bunch of, uh, uh, uh spam emails. But, uh, if you do want to play, uh, the best thing that I could tell you to do on Facebook is go to the Midwest angler podcast, fantasy fishing. We've got a private page, uh, for those of us that are playing just that we can all kind of trash talk. Uh, you know, I, I, I normally try to put something up there to remind people to set their lineups because you know, I mean, if, if there's two tournaments and then there's not a tournament again for a month, it's easy to forget if you're not, uh, uh, you know, one of those guys that, you know, really, really, really covers it. And so, uh, you know, even for people, I mean, heck Stu, Stu forgot one year or yeah, one tournament to set a lineup. And I mean, he pays attention to it. So it's, it's easy to do. But uh, we've got a fun, a fun group of uh, dudes to do it. Um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of trash talking and whatnot. But uh, I highly suggest you do it. By the end of the season, you not, truly get to know. Not a fun bunch know. of dudes. A fun bunch of dirtbags. A fun bunch of dirtbags. We get some females in there. Uh, you know, so it's not just guys. Uh, yeah. No, I. I guess that's all I've got to say about that. Uh, nothing else yeah. to be said, is there? No, just the, the fantasy. It's. Midwest Angler Podcast on there, and Dirt oh, yeah. Eggs is the password to get in because it's a private group. So. Yep, yep. Hit group directory, and you'll be able to uh, go to the search. And, and it's signed up for both the the fantasy fishing and uh, the drain the lake, so you can participate in both if you'd want. You can participate in either or the other if you really want to. So yep. just remember, though, when the drain the lake ones, once you pick that angler, you can't have them the rest of the year, so... There's some strategy involved with that one. There is some strategy. I, I enjoy that. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. I was watching on ESPN today. They actually had the preview of the 2022 season. and Oh, yeah. Getting ex- that got me a little excited. They talked about all the new rookies and all the guys that have come back, you know, with Brosnick and yep. Iconelli. And yep. So it, it's going to be another fun year. I mean. Yep. The first open is already uh, um, this coming I think this coming Thursday. Something is, like that. Yeah. Uh, I believe the first open. Uh, already a week and a half ago, uh, they had the first college series. And so, I mean, tournament fishing is officially here again, uh, for, for a new season and, and, uh, um, yeah, dang it. Uh, you know, 
I don't know. I'm, I, you know, I'm a, I'm an ice fisherman at, at heart. Everyone knows it, but, uh, um, I'm not totally pissed about the fact that we're going to be on open water probably, uh, you know, within the next month and a half, two months. Right. I mean, I mean no, I'm, I'm all right with that. Yeah. Um, moving along, uh, you know, I said earlier in the show that, uh, I didn't get a chance to, uh, um, you know, get out and do any fishing. Matt, you did. Yeah. I ran yeah. over to Okaboji and yep. battled the winter games over there. Hey, yeah. I just went up on the north end actually it was a lot less busy this weekend than it was last week really to be honest with you and up there on the north part of the lake you know getting winter, away from the festivities yeah, yeah everything and for us it's nice because we can just get over there it's like the closest spot for us to hit right. on the lake over there right. so you know it was pretty convenient and we i got out there and like i said i was actually kind of surprised that there wasn't as many people maybe a lot of people thought well we're just going to avoid that right. circus over there but uh no i caught some fish moved around a few spots and Yep. actually ran in the Jeremy K's son Weston over there. So, oh, really? Yeah, him and a couple of his buddies were walking around. Nice. I'll give those guys credit because all I when I saw them, I had moved across the bay and I got set up and they were walking by and I don't think they really realized who I was at first. I think they finally realized who I was after I said their names, but uh, they ended up like walking way to the south, like almost. They just kept on hoofing by foot, and I was like, that's a long <laughs> ways to go. To <laughs> So hopefully they got on some fish. But. Nice, nice. No, uh, I, I did not. Uh, Grady had basketball tournaments all weekend long. Uh, what started off uh, we thought uh, was just going to be a Saturday tournament, and we'd have Sunday to fish. Uh, last Tuesday night we got an email that said, oh, the tournament is Saturday and Sunday. And, uh, of course, you know, today's – tournament or t- today's game uh uh 12 o'clock so right in the middle right, right in yeah. the middle of the day to make sure you can't do anything else but uh, it worked out um grady's team uh you know great grady plays on a on a basketball team that's you know it, it's not like you know you pay pay a thousand dollars and you get to be on these teams like some of these big time teams up there in sioux falls like you know i mean there's a vera select and arena and you know attack and ambush and whatnot and like you know, these, I mean, they, they pay big money to be on these teams right? and, and, uh, you know, they get sponsors and jerseys and, you know, they, they actually get a, you know, like a, they kind employ of bring, a full-time coach and whatever. And, uh, right. They bring kids from all over, like right. kids yeah, that don't all-star. normally play on teams right. together. Right. And, uh, that's, uh, that's not the case for, uh, West Lyon. They, uh, just take everyone who's in the grade, anyone can yep. come and play, and, and and that's cool. Yep, and our uh, our coach Tim DeYoung does a bang up job of every single kid played every single game. Yep, and uh, you know, obviously, uh, um, you know, some of them play more than others. You know, whatever, but uh, um, every single kid got in on every single game, and uh, it they they won both games yesterday they were in the championship today in the sanford pentagon on the main that floor was pretty cool. that, i saw that, that was that was pretty special because uh you know i think the miami heat have played there the iowa hawkeyes have played there you know uh george now niang grady, and now and, grady sturman yeah exactly there. exactly and he got a rebound today with his pink shoes and everything that's right those are Giannis, and <laughs> you know Giannis those are yanni right. shoes so right. uh he's he's pretty jacked up about those but uh um, no, he, he got to play today and, uh, um, they actually, they, they suffered their first loss, like one of their first losses ever actually. And, uh, it was a team out of Omaha, a big, uh, club all-star team out of Omaha. And, 
uh, they they took them down to the wire, but uh, ended up losing, and so that was a little bit disappointing. But I think it's good uh, that they learn how to uh, how to lose. But uh, yesterday, in between the games, uh, I was able to sneak over to uh, the Dakota Angler Bait Shop. Oh yeah, got to do that. Uh, yep. So uh, we we had about a two hour break, and I'm like, hey, I know where we're going. So we did. We went over to Dakota Angler and. Uh, uh, Josh was working and, uh, Mr. Josh Heitkamp, for those of you guys that don't know, I think he's, uh, I think Josh is a manager. I don't know if Todd's still like the head manager and Josh, I, I don't know, but, uh, you know, that Todd, Todd, the owner, his son, Josh, uh, uh, great dude. And, uh, um, you know, I, I went in there and I knew what I was looking for, for, for the most part, but I was looking for a camera and, uh, you know, I, I don't use a camera a ton. But I just wanted something to be able to drop down, uh, you know, in certain situations, especially like out there at Hooked on Hardwater. Uh, I think it'd be kind of fun to have that camera, you know, setting off six feet, kind of pointing back yeah. and having that thing set up in there. And, uh, you know, obviously, for the most part, a lot of those kids kind of pick up on the Vexor pretty fast. But, you know, when you got a camera, then, you know, you're actually showing them like, hey, this is what's happening. And you see how that correlates with the Vexor. And, yep. uh, you know, it you can... You can get things figured out pretty fast like that, and I just I just wanted to have that tool in my arsenal, and so now I do. Uh, got a real good deal on it, guys. They've got a lot of great deals going on there at Dakota Angler. A lot of stuff left over from, uh, well, I shouldn't say a lot of stuff. Uh, they've got some stuff left over from uh, the Ice Institute, but uh, like we said earlier, you know, it's getting to be that time of year when you know. Yeah, they're starting to clear yeah, out all that stuff yes. and make room for open water. Yep. Here, so yeah so if you're if you're in the sioux falls area and you're looking for uh uh some ice fishing stuff uh, before year end i highly suggest you go in there talk to josh and uh say hey this is what i'm looking for i guarantee you that they can get it or or they already have it and uh uh yeah you'll be happy that you die i i i mean like i I mean, me and Matt both shop at Shields. We, we both shop at Shields. I'm not going to sit here and talk smack on Shields. I love Shields. But if you check out some of the prices that Dakota Angler has compared to Shields, it's pretty impressive. It is. Pretty impressive from a mom and pop's shop. Yep. So I'm just I'm just saying, like, you know, this – I mean, Dakota Angler don't pay us nothing, guys. You know, I'm, I'm whatever. You know, I, I like I said, I love Shields. I love Cabela's. I love all of them. But do yourself a favor and stop in and check it out because yeah. I, I think I think you'll be Maybe happy. We need to get some like Midwest Angler podcast exclusive pinhead minnows. Ooh, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Yeah, there we go. I think I think we should get some Dakota Angler stickers and just run around and slap them on the back of people's cars, and then they go to Dakota Angler and they're like, "Hey, quit doing that." And they won't ever even know it's us, even though we're talking about it right now. Like Sending you can't customers prove it. their way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Follow me to Dakota Angler. That's what we're going to do. We're going to get stickers that say, follow me to Dakota Angler. We're going to put them on the back of Buicks. <laughs> Buicks only. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Uh, yeah. Good, good guest here tonight. We do got a good guest. We kind of, I, I, you know, kind of get talking and, you know, things happen, whatever. But uh, we've got a good guest. We've got Mr. Craigie Euler, who's now officially a guide. And uh, we're going to talk to him about the guide service, and we're going to talk to him about uh, Hooked on Hardwater. Do you think we could call him uh, uh, an elite guest? Elite? <laughs> Platinum guest? What but, do you... 
diamond <laughs> diamond, diamond gas yes, like, i think like when you're like you know like when you're on a cruise ship or or you know like i i we're going diamond elite we're going diamond, diamond elite. elite you know he's a diamond so, elite yeah, yes he's diamond been elite on here a lot like, yeah like i i mean when when you flash your wallet and they see the diamond elite card they know like ooh, we got something here well this is diamond elite midwest angler podcast guest craig oiler brand new guide top dog of hooked on hard water and we got him on episode 156 we're gonna get over to him hey craig how's it going Hey, not too bad. How are you guys? I'm doing all right. Yeah, a lot, lot better now because uh, you know you're you're on the show, and I, it you feels know, for, like forever. I was going to say for the guy that's been on the show uh, the third most in all of history, um, you know, it's it's been a while now. It has. Was it last hooked on hard water? The last time I was on, I don't know if it's. No, I can't. I, I can't think it's been that long. It hasn't been that long. I don't think. Okay. But I don't. I I, it say, wouldn't be crazy. I maybe you guys hated me. <laughs> well, you're. We were wondering if you were probably starting to think that. Yeah. So. I, I said to Matt, I'm like, do you think he's taking the hint? And I, I, I don't think you were. I <laughs> no, don't you think answered. You, were. you answered the phone on the first ring. So. <laughs> what a suck. I've been waiting for a whole year for that phone to ring. <laughs> you guys, guys, they're calling. They're calling. <laughs> oh man. Well, Craig, uh, um, you know, I guess we we haven't asked you any random questions for a while. Uh, I I don't know. You got you got a random question right off the top of your head, Matt? Right off the top of my head, who? Craig, where was the last restaurant you went out to eat at? Alpine Inn. Oh, jeez! Oh, now he's just rubbing it in. <laughs> yeah, wow. See, he's just wow. he's just getting back at us. Even, you know, I, I don't believe you. I think, you, I think you're just like, hey, I'm going to take a shot you can here. even ask my wife. We were up there last week. Wow. Man. Yeah, yeah. For, for the listeners that don't know, the Alpine Inn is probably, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, probably the greatest restaurant ever, isn't it? I mean, what's I, better than the Alpine Inn? Right. I, I've enjoyed every time I've eaten there, like, thoroughly. So I mean, they know what they're good at. They don't beat around the bush. Hey guys, you can have the big steak or the little steak. The the sides you you don't you don't get to church it up. This it's is what you're getting. You don't even get to it, choose what dressing goes on the salad. No, no ranch or I, I mean, no it's dressing. Just big or small, it's awesome. Yeah. And and at the end of the day, the food is incredible. Oh, I mean, the is. atmosphere is great. The food is great. It just it, it is a very the, very nice restaurant. The price is great. Oh, I yeah. mean, where oh, else yeah. where else can you go get a filet mignon for? under 20 bucks nowhere yeah. nowhere yeah. nowhere and then you're in a touristy town on top of it but right. yeah be prepared to wait yeah that's what you know we actually got right in really we well. went in on a, a thursday night and yeah got right in you drove out to hill city just just to do it yep that's badass that's what you got to do that's what i'm talking yep. about yeah no we it's by far our favorite place to go so uh, if I mention it, my wife doesn't hesitate. We go. <laughs> nice. Oh, all there is to it. Nice. All right. Um, well, Craig, you, you've got a little bit of news, and obviously everyone knows, uh, you know, that it, it's getting to be hooked on hard water time, but uh, you've, you've actually got something else going now. Tell us a little bit about Black Hills Guide Service. Well, I tell you what, I as we were sitting here before the show talking, I'm down in my man cave, and I have my original uh, operating plan that I submitted to the Forest Service. So let me let me back up a little bit. In order to guide within the National Forest Service boundary, 
you have to have what's called a special use permit. And it's on any national forest throughout the entire United States, but it's, you know, for each individual one. So, you, like, if I wanted to guide in the Black Hills, I have to go to the Black Hills National Forest and apply for the special use permit. And I, I have this down in my basement still, my original plan, and I submitted it on November 19th, 2014. Wow. And Eight. I fought with them for six years where I was calling on a monthly basis saying, where are we at with this? Why, why are we not moving forward? And, and because of the management they had, they just did not want to have any fishing guides in the black Hills. And, and so and, and I that's, gave up on it. And that's well, none because, because they do let some guides out there, but it, it's, it's fly fishing. Fly correct? fishing. Yeah. There's two fly fishing guides and, and I could, I could go into a lot further detail, but my blood pressure won't handle it, so we're not going to. Will you cuss? But, Will you cuss if you do it? I, I, I we want it. We cuss. want it. We want it. Hey, but before I cussed, I'd probably cry too, and I, I'm not willing to go there. We're gonna go through all the emotions on episode one fifty. That's right. There you go. But uh, so no, I I gave up on it. I was like, you know what? It's it, it isn't gonna happen. So so whatever and then about eight months ago uh my good buddy and i think you guys know him pretty well too kelly mazer yep uh he approached me and he just said what do you think about doing something like this and i'm like trust me you don't want to go there it's not worth it and, and he said well if i apply for it will you help me out and, and i said you you do what you want i'll help you any way i can but <laughs> it's all on you well six months later he calls and he says, hey, we got a 10-year permit. So I'm like, are you kidding me? So <laughs> so just like that. But but what it is is they got all new management. They're a lot more progressive. They're, they're seeing the need uh, for it. They actually, there's us and one other guide now that they approved for open water fishing. He's open water only. We're ice and open water. Uh, so, um, yeah, no, it, it's good. It's good to see that they're starting to realize that there is a need because I've been saying it for a long time. Uh, Western South Dakota can be a destination fishery if it's promoted right and done right. And, and so with any luck, we're going to be able to, you know, bring all that to fruition. Yeah. You know, it, it, it really is crazy. You know, obviously you're on federal land out there, but uh, how, how much different that is than a guide, say, up on the glacial lakes of South Dakota, you know, with you guys being out there, all, all the more hoops that you've had to jump through. Yeah, we have to carry a certain limit uh, on our insurance. And, uh, I mean, we have to end up paying the Forest Service 3% of the gross take. And Really? Yeah, I mean, it's, it is. There's a lot more to it, but uh, none of us are doing this. So, so now it's... Uh, myself, Kelly Mazer, Brian Cavanaugh, and then Jesse Armstrong are on Facebook. She's Jesse Jean. Um, the four of us are going to be the guides, and there ain't one of us doing this to to get rich. You know, that's not what the intent is. It's right. more of just just enough people ask us to take them fishing anyway. So why not make it more of a hobby that makes us a little bit of money on the side too? So yeah, exactly right. Well, and, and, you know, gives you guys a chance to truly promote the Black Hills. I mean, like you said, it, it's it's a destination. You know, it, last week, 
me and Matt both had Facebook memories pop up of our first trip, uh, me, Matt, Ramrod, and then my brother Eric uh, going out to the Black Hills. And that was a destination trip for us. You know, I mean, that for, for us, you know, we're only five, six hours straight east of you guys, but none of us had caught trout before, especially through the ice. And, you know, I mean, it, it, it was something that we were really looking forward to. Had you guys had that guide service at the time, there's a good chance we probably would have hired you because we talked we, to you. We talked to you anyways about we did. while we were out there. Yep, we so. did, and you pointed us in the right direction. But uh, is you that know, is that the trip that we met you up on Pactola too? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, and and you know we didn't bring a four wheeler because we weren't sure how the ice was going to be, and boy, that was the dumbest thing we've <laughs> ever done. We we started hoofing out on Deerfield uh, on the Gold Run deal, and. Uh, Man, I, I don't know if we got 100 yards away from the parking lot, and it was like, oh, my God. Yeah, we're like, just going to set up the first hard <laughs> yep. ice we find. Yeah, this up. was terrible. and uh, I think that was my fault, too, that because I didn't think the ice was good enough. Well, I, I mean, I wasn't going to I wasn't, wasn't going to sure. say anything, right. but I mean, we weren't yeah, going to put you on blast yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah, well, that's what you get for not hiring Black Hills guys. <laughs> exactly you know? right. <laughs> we're going to figure out who that <laughs> other guy is. Hire him. <laughs> No, but, uh, so, so what, what's the plan with this? Uh, you know, I mean, are you guys, uh, uh, you know, mainly going to be going after trout, uh, on, I mean, is it, is it certain lakes? Could you guys do all the lakes? What's, what's the plan for, for species and, and where it's going to be going down? Uh, well, we're, our goal is to do anything and everything, um, with having a legit guide service, we will be able to go up to Orman, even though it's outside of the the Forest Service boundary, we can guide there legally now, you know, and and do all that, because there will be people that will want to do walleyes. And, yep. Um, I can only imagine that it'll be mostly trout and lake trout, but um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see how that plays out. But I know on uh, with us going live with the Facebook page yesterday, every inquiry I've got is about lake trout. Yep. Oh, but yeah. that's the pictures we showed too. So right now, I mean, technically, not, and obviously not that you would, but I mean, you could come over here and guide on Lake Thompson or whatnot. Like you guys are, you know, fully set up that you can go wherever. You guys are just choosing to be in the Black Hills. I I believe so. Yeah, I think as long as we're licensed and insured, yeah, we we can guide anywhere else in the state. It's just only the Black Hills has a special different requirements. Right. Okay. Yeah. How many like how how busy has the Facebook page been since you guys started it up? Like been getting a lot of have you booked a lot of trips already? Um, I think only one has been actually booked and and paid for. Um, but uh, starting to get a lot of inquiries uh questioning like availability and, and that's one thing we probably should uh cleared up with everybody is see what dates they want to do because for me friday saturday sundays are going to be where i'm going to be the most available because uh i do have a full-time job and and it'd be tough to justify taking a day off of work to go do it so um we'll just see how it goes uh and see if there's other days that some of the other guys would want a guide on. Right on. So we can call but, up and request a certain guide. We don't just have to get stuck with you, right? 
Absolutely. All I right. wish you would, yes. <laughs> we, we or want, you get stuck with us, too. We want the good guides, so uh, <laughs> make sure that it's on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. <laughs> no. But one thing that was pretty cool with going live yesterday, just that post with the, uh, the all the lake trout pictures, that... Uh, as of last check, it was just shy of 12,000 people it's reached. Wow. Nice. So that's pretty cool. Heck yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. And that's just Black Hills Guide Service on Facebook, correct? Yep. Yep. Black Hills Guide Service. And so if a listener is interested in booking a trip or, or exploring uh, what, what their options are with that, that's that's the spot to go hit up the Facebook page and send a message. Yep, send a message. Uh, Kelly's phone number is on there, and our email is on there as well. Um, we do have an Instagram, Black Hills Guide Service, also. So, are you guys uh, you guys doing full day trips, half day trips, both? Uh, right now, we're just doing full days. Uh, we're going to do two hundred and fifty dollars a day uh, for the first person, then a hundred dollars for every person after that. Okay, that's a heck just, of a deal. Just to make it as easy as possible, and and still reasonable but yeah just checking around with other guides uh not necessarily in the area but just in the state that's a little bit better than most places but you know the one thing is uh when you're coming out here i mean yeah we'll be able to get you limits of perch and bluegills but it's not like you're getting limits of walleyes or anything like that so we're just trying to be a little bit cheaper than than those guys but not a lot. I think most of uh, the East River guys are 300 a day or something like that. Okay. Yeah, well, right on. Um, you know, I guess, uh, yeah, with that, that's that's Black Hills Guide Service. And, uh, you know, yeah, if there's any other questions, we'll link the uh, uh, we'll link the Facebook page in our Facebook post or otherwise uh, just check it out on Facebook at Black Hills Guide Service. But uh, moving along, I think today I saw 28 days until Hooked on Hardwater. Is that correct? Boy, I'll be honest. I, I don't even know, but that sounds about right. Yeah, we're we're getting getting down. It's, it's crazy how fast a year goes by. And, and even I, I was talking with someone the other day about COVID. It's hard to believe we've been dealing with COVID for two years now, isn't it? it yeah. just, oh, man. It is. As much of a pain in the butt that it's been, it's hard to believe it's been two years of it already. So, uh, I don't know. I, I uh, um, Just time goes by so fast now, and, and it feels like we're just uh, uh, open water fishing, and now we're less than a month away from hooked on hard water. It's like, right. holy smokes, I, I guess I better start getting ready for it. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, you get done with hooked on hard water, and for a lot of us, you know, that's that's getting to be the end of our ice season, too. Yep. You know, I mean, I think last year, the Coxes came up to hooked on hard water, and their ice was already gone down in Moen, Nebraska, and I think we had, you know, two two three weeks after yeah, it wasn't much for us long. but yeah. i mean i i didn't do a ton of fishing after hooked on hard water and boom all of a sudden it was open water again uh god it happened fast yeah yeah and it, it truly feels like we just had first ice and here we are already knocking the door on late ice so. right how has the weather like you guys get a lot of snow out there this year so far or no barely any it, it's uh kind of pathetic we had a really really dry summer and now this winter has been uh, i mean just one substantial snowstorm is all we've had 
Um, I think there's only a couple inches of snow up on Deerfield right now. Wow. Yeah, we're I the think same they way. do have some snow on the trails that they were able to, to get groomed so it holds a little bit longer. But, yeah, it, it's it's crazy. And we've been warm. It was 56 degrees today. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let, let, let's talk a little bit about Hooked on Hardwater. You know, obviously, there's going to be a lot of people that are listening to this show that know all about Hooked on Hardwater already. But there's going to be plenty of people that are listening that don't have any clue what Hooked on Hard Water is. So, uh, you know, just just a quick rundown. Uh, what, what exactly is Hooked on Hard Water, Craig? Well, so Hooked on Hard Water, uh, I guess I'll start with the, the Rapid City has a quote-unquote boys club that is, it's a... a it's called the Rapid City Club for Boys. It's the, a single unit organization. They're not affiliated with the Boys and Girls Club of America or anything like that. And my dad has been working for them for, gosh, what is he going on, 54, 55 years. He's worked there now. He started when he was 16. Wow. And uh, he's been trying to retire, but they won't let him. He was executive director for about 20 of those years, I suppose, and the last 10 years he's been wanting to retire but he's just uh, doing the fundraising uh he's really really good at and he um sticks around for that but uh so long story short i grew up at the boys club uh, i spent my summers there and i grew up with a, a lot of the boys going there and unfortunately a lot of the boys that are members of the boys club come from underprivileged homes and so we would take boys uh, hunting and fishing with us all the time growing up and my my dad saw that need I didn't necessarily see that need I just saw I was another kid that I got to play with when the fishing was slow and that was it but uh, uh, when, once I got older and I saw that need I thought how can I combine one of my favorite passions of ice fishing with with that and help it out so uh, what it evolved into was we bring in 60 pro ice anglers from she's uh, across the United States. We're going to have one coming from Texas this year. And really, and uh, yeah, Andy Strom's this oh, year yeah, in yeah. Texas oh, now. Okay. So, yep. um, so yeah, yeah. So uh, we've had as many as 14 States in Canada represented. Um, and each pro gets one or two boys and they, they get to spend a day on the ice teaching them the ins and outs of fishing. But, um, you guys can attest to it. It's so much more than just teaching a kid how to fish. I, I mean, there's there's uh, conversations that I, I guess I don't even know what all you guys talk about. But like I say, I, I, I mean, tell me what your experience is. I, I know you're not teaching just fishing when you're sitting in the shack and talking about life in general, too, I assume. Yep. Oh, definitely. That's... Yeah, my, my boy, Ethan, uh, He I've had him for the last two years. I'm hoping to have him this year for year number three. But... um. Uh, he, you know, he wants to be a chef. He's teaching me, you know, telling me all these recipes while we're out there and, and, uh, whatever. And, you know, when, when a young kid tells you that they want to be a chef at first, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. And then pretty soon he, I, I'm like, you know, well, what, what's your signature dish dish? And he says something like beef streusel or something like that or whatever. And it's like, I don't know what the hell that is, but I'm like, you know what? Well, well, you know, how, how do you do that? And he starts like really listing real ingredients. And it's like, oh, 
Like, this ain't just something that this dude came up with this morning. Like, I mean, he's about it. And, uh, you know, I mean, we, yeah, we talk about life and, and talk about everything. And, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty special. Now you've been out three years, Scott. Yeah. This will be your number four. What did this say? And then Matt, you've been out two years and this is number three for you. That is correct. Yep. What's. I, I try, I've had this conversation with potential sponsors, uh, and, and you know, I, I tried to explain what it's all about. Um, but like Matt, for you being such good friends with Scott and after hearing his first year's experience with it until you came out, was your preconceived notion, anything compared to what it really was i I feel like it's hard to really explain what it's all about it it really is hard to until you're like right there and you see it um you see the interaction of all the the pros with the kids and stuff like that it's 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 hard to describe to somebody because it's so much bigger than what when you try to describe it to somebody um uh it's as far as like when we go down to the club and you meet the boys for the first time and you're kind of in their element and seeing them getting to show you around, I mean, that was something that it was like, oh wow, it when that really made me realize, like, okay, this isn't just this isn't the fish, this isn't about fishing. This is more than that. That's bigger than all of us. And uh, how proud they are of that place and just hauling us around. So then the next day when you do get them out fishing, now they're kind of out in your element, and it, it's kind of a give and take between both of you. And I mean, it's a good thing all around for everybody. You know, one thing that goes unsaid a lot of times with all of it too is when when i first came up with that uh the whole concept i wanted to have the pros go down to the boys club to meet their boy you know it was for a couple of reasons the the first was just so you got that initial meeting over with on friday night so when you got to fishing on saturday you guys are already buddies you just you start fishing and that weird awkwardness is over with but also i i wanted you guys to understand the club for boys because it, it it's I don't want to use the term magical but it's a, a pretty remarkable place I mean you see how the kids interact with the staff and I, I think the staff go unrecognized a lot where I mean they truly are an amazing group of people I mean, I mean the amount of patience they have with all those kids and the amount of respect they not only demand but they get from all those kids it's, it's pretty impressive really you know, oh, that's yeah. that's one of the things that I wanted to mention, uh, you know, in, in talking to my boy over the last couple of years, it, it's really interesting, you know, when I talk to him about school, you know, like, well, do you like your teachers? Nah. Well, what about Maggie at the boys club? You like her? Oh, yeah, yeah, Maggie. Yeah, she's <laughs> awesome. You know, I mean, it, they're, you know, they, they don't like their teachers at school. But you ask them about any staff member at the boys' club, and oh yeah, you know they yeah they they love them. So I mean that that, but but I'm sure you know I mean Maggie respects the boys, you know, and and you know the the other staff members, you know, and 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 respect is one of those things that goes both ways, and and uh, um, you know I I don't know that the staff down there at the boys' club does a bang up job. They're 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 top notch. Yeah, it's it is. It's one of those places that. Uh, growing up as a kid, when I would go down there, I, I wasn't necessarily so appreciative of it, I guess is the the word I'm looking for. I just, I didn't really grasp what it all 
really entails what happens there. And, and I, I'm thankful that I can look back at it now and say, holy smokes, this place is amazing. Well, you know, and for a lot of those kids, I mean, it's somewhere they can be safe at after, you know, after school and stuff like that. They don't, I mean, some of the places these kids are coming from, they don't want to go back to that place. They, they love how safe they feel at the, at the club. And like Scott said, how the staff members treat them great. I mean, that, that's something that's really hard to wrap your brain around. I mean, you know, for, for all three of us, I don't think that we can possibly imagine, you know, what it would be like to go home to a place that isn't safe that you're not guaranteed a meal that you know i don't know if my parents are going to be home tonight you know and and i you know god i i mean they they're they're lucky to have a place like that that you know is is going to make sure that that they are safe and and that they do have a meal and uh you know kind of holds holds them accountable and and uh you know hopefully you know if 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 they can keep one kid from from going down a bad path in life, I mean, you know, I guess it's all worth it at that point, right? Absolutely, and uh, we have a um, special guest speaker coming this year. That is that kid. Uh, he stopped down at the boys' club last summer. Just to, I think he lives in Washington or Oregon, and he he stopped in just to say hi to my dad and thank him for taking him out hunting and fishing uh growing up because that took him down a path that kept him out of trouble and and so then my dad started talking about hooked on hard water and he said when is it i'll come back for it and oh god so, we're gonna cry aren't we <laughs> this oh, is gonna be a good I can one. only imagine and i haven't got to hear his stories yet either my dad's just been talking about it but uh he's his daughter uh is either back now or will be getting back from being deployed and so he's bringing her with and so uh they're actually going to fish the the tournament on thursday and nice. um so we're going to get to to know this guy and and it, i'm really excited to hear his stories it, it my dad said it was pretty amazing having him stop in and you know it's just just proof how full circle it it really is you know so uh, uh i don't know i'm really really excited and Hopefully everyone cries. Yeah. Now, now let's talk a little bit about that banquet again. Last year, the banquet moved uh, there. I think it's what it, the the Rapid City Fairgrounds or what? It, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the uh, Central States Fairgrounds, but it's in what's called the Jamie Kerstad Event Center. Just a um, freaking awesome place. Yeah, it was a cool place. Isn't that place cool? I, I tell you, I I was a little hesitant just because you know they they have rodeos there and, and I think they're right now there's uh, we have their black Hills stock shows going on. And I think they use that for some of the rodeo events. And, but I mean, it just talk about fitting the bill for what we need. It, it, it's such a cool place. And, and the beauty is it's given us a lot of room to grow. I think yeah. that's the best that you can kind of smell that there was oh, a yeah. rodeo there like that. You know, I mean, you get Scott Mockentune coming in, you know, all punchy, and you, you, you already got the Cox crew. Like, if it didn't smell like a rodeo, I'd be disappointed. I'd be disappointed. <laughs> like, right. I just, I, I feel like 
when you're out west, you know, I mean, for us, like that's that's out west. You guys that's are the in cowboy, cowboy country. I get. Yeah, like I mean, I, I, I think I think that just kind of all adds to it. I got. I think it's a scientific fact that that makes people bid higher on auctions. <laughs> the smell of rodeo. It makes sense to me because I tell you what, they went crazy last year, didn't they? Oh, oh man. man, it wasn't fun. Now, now, can somebody? Uh, if, if if there's a listener that's like, man, I have got to go out to that. Uh, can they still get tickets to the banquet now? And and if so, how do they get those? Uh, the best, easiest way for someone, if they wanted to get their ticket reserved now, would be to call the Rapid City Club for Boys. And that's 605-343-3500. And just tell them you want to get tickets to Hook on Hard Water, and they should be able to get you taken care of there. Otherwise, if you're in town... I better not even say I know the Rooster has them. Uh, the Boys Club Thrift Store has them, and I think you can get them at right at the Boys Club too. So, okay, uh, yeah, but but we just started selling tickets, so we don't you don't have to worry about it selling out. We're shooting for five hundred people this year, so um, we'll see how that goes. Let's see, if, let's see if we can blow that out of the water. Right. I, yeah. I mean, if we can get six hundred, we'll do it, but. And then, uh, man, I tell you, the food last year. The yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, we got again. barbecue again. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, and I, I know Jay is a listener. And, Jay, I'm sorry for calling you out, but uh, my good buddy Jay Steele is sponsoring the entire meal again. And oh, Jesus. Like, you know what? Let's do pulled pork and brisket this year, boys. So oh, we're, yeah. we're having pulled pork and brisket. And Gotta I'm let gonna, the big dogs eat. Gonna have to. Yeah, yeah. He he knows us very well, yeah. I guess. And we're all gonna be wearing stretchy. Yeah, pants. I was gonna say I'm gonna wear the stretch. <laughs> <laughs> You got to have yeah, the auction no. before because I eat so dang much. I freaking pert near pass out afterwards. Yeah, I, I tell you what, it uh, this this event truly. Uh, it, it's exceeded any expectations any of us have ever had. And, and uh, uh, it now is officially the biggest fundraiser for the Rapid City Club for Boys. Uh, without this, their operation would struggle now, which is absolutely insane that nine years ago, I was told if we don't make $5,000, we probably won't do it again. <laughs> and I was scared. I was like, there's no way we'll be able to make $5,000. And we made twelve. So we thought, okay, maybe we are on to something. And now, yeah, now, uh, I, I mean, I, I hate throwing a number out there, but with next year being our 10th anniversary, my goal is a quarter of a million dollars raised. No. And I don't think it's out of line. No, I don't think so neither. I don't think so neither. So, yeah, God, it, it. Uh, yeah I, I, would, I should try and put the numbers together, but I bet we're knocking on the door of a million dollars we've raised since we started this event that's incredible three quarters of a million anyway for just, sure just just a couple <laughs> dumb ice fishermen getting together and raising right. some funds <laughs> yep isn't, no. that, isn't that something yeah it is because i mean you know i don't well and and i know you put in a lot of work and i know you know tnt events put in puts in a lot of work and Chantel and you know a bunch of other people at the boys club put in a lot of work but it but it's really incredible because I don't feel like I'm working. No, you know, like I mean, you know, I th- you got a lot of people that are just coming out there to enjoy themselves, and it turns out that you know it 
it, it's making the club money, and that's I guess that's the dream, right? Yeah, and in the the first three or four years, it was just myself and Carrie Redmond doing everything. And uh, if you remember, Carrie's the one that kind of coordinates everything at the club for the Friday night now. Yep. But that's kind of her biggest role with Hooked on Hard Water is that Friday night portion. But, I mean, yeah, now we have committees and subcommittees, and I'm sure there's 20 to 25 people that get their hands in on the preparation for this now. And and it just goes to show with more more effort and more teamwork how much more successful it really can be. Yep. Now, now, if somebody has something that they would want to donate, say there's a guide, you know, that's listening to this, and he's interested in donating a guide trip, or uh, you know, somebody has some sort of a product that they would possibly be interested in donating for the auction or a raffle or or whatever, is that is that still an option for somebody to throw something out like that? It is just because I like to keep Chantel on her toes. <laughs> she, our biggest joke is she'll she'll finalize the marketing saying okay this is what we have and she'll send it off to print and then the next day i'll be like hey guess what we just had two shacks donated and she's <laughs> like oh gosh so then we have to have inserts and and so now she's just accepted the fact that she'll get the marketing done which is our main flyer and then i'm sure you've noticed every year there's been an insert inside of that just to, for this follow-up stuff because it's just how it happens and and yeah, I mean, if someone wanted to donate a, a guide trip or anything like that, it would be foolish to turn anything like that down because right. uh, it, it just, A, it's free money, but B, it, it's a relationship that, you know, that could be someone that comes out in the future as a pro. And, and I just, I mean, all that is invaluable as far as this whole event is concerned. Yep, yep. Now, uh, say say somebody is interested in in you know making a donation not not as a uh, uh goods like uh you know for that but uh um you know they they want to sponsor a boy uh you know we, we've got raffle tickets, tickets for yeah. an atv which i don't want to sit here and tell you guys something that all y'all don't know but i mean if you want to buy from a proven winner you buy from scott sturman so i'm i'm selling tickets get a hold of me but but aside from that if you want to sponsor a boy or, or you want to do something else, uh, how does a person go about that? Uh, easiest thing would be to, I don't know the address, but the, um, the website for the Rapid City Club for Boys. And I, I, I think if you just Google Club for Boys hooked on hard water, it will take you to that page. And then there is a sponsor boy tab, which I guess we can explain the sponsor boys. We brought that up because we got so many people from out of our area that said, I want to help. Is there anything I can do? And it's kind of weird to just say, you want to just send me money? But it just doesn't seem right. So we thought, how can we get them involved? And I mean, what better way than to have 70 slots where they can say they are a boy sponsor. And, and that money is used to warehouse uh, enough gear and clothing for every boy to be able to, go out on the ice and be comfortable because you guys know as well as anybody that once your feet are cold, your hands are cold, or you're just flat cold, ice fishing isn't fun anymore. Right. And and so we, we warehouse enough clothing for all the boys, and then 
the really, really cool part is if those boys truly don't have that gear at all, they get to take it home with them and, and that's theirs because if, if they show up to go ice fishing and they don't have it, more than likely they don't have it at all and they need it. I mean, we are in western South Dakota in the mountain country, so you need to have warm uh, gear for that cold weather. So Right. And, you know, that's I know. A, that's, oh, sorry, sorry, go Craig. ahead. I, I was just going to say, you know, I know we said it last year, but it, it, it really is hard to believe. And, and we've seen it firsthand when me and Matt have been out there. And, Craig, you've been in there a million times. But these people are, I mean, they're, they're literally kids growing up in Rapid City, South Dakota, that don't have snow boots, that don't have snow pants, that don't have a winter jacket. And the Club for Boys is providing that for those guys. But, I mean, otherwise, they're truly showing up in, in maybe just a big hoodie and a pair of jeans and, and a regular old pair of shoes, and, and that's their outside clothes. And, and it, it I don't know, God dang it, it's just hard for me to, you know, accept the fact that that, that truly is the way that it is for some people, especially in, a, in, you know, I mean, I get if you're from Missouri, you know, like, well, we only get one snow a year or something. But, I mean, you're, you're, you're in the Black Hills, <laughs> South Dakota, you know. Yeah, right. Like, uh, it, it's going to snow there, guys. I think it was year number two it's when we realized we had to do something because it didn't matter on the permission slip. If we said, Hey, we're going ice fishing. They need warm clothes. And we'd send out reminders a week before to all the boys just to make sure their parents knew they needed to be at the boys club on this date and this time. And, and, uh, you're going ice fishing. You need warm clothes. Well, I, I had a kid crying on year two. And, and I mean, you've seen me out there it's chaos for me. I, I'm so busy, you know, just kind of checking on everybody. So I don't really pay attention to each individual boy or anything like that. Well, this boy was crying because his feet were cold. Well, he showed up, like you said, in a sweatshirt, had sweatpants and he had, um, like those, uh, uh, uh Converse shoes or whatever, you know, not yeah. even like warm yeah. shoes. They were just those horrible shoes. And, and, uh, his feet were cold and, and it broke my heart that I wasn't prepared for that. And there was nothing I could do. I mean, we got him in a shack and got a heater on to at least try and get him comfortable. But it was what a helpless feeling that was that, you know, we were not prepared. And so so we had to <laughs> come up with something just to make sure that this uh, didn't happen again. Because cause you don't want a kid to walk away and say, you know what, I'm never doing that again. Right, that was right, right. yeah. Yeah, you only get one shot to to win those kids over. Yep, yep, exactly. Um, you know, Craig, I guess you know we we've basically covered everything that uh, I think me and Matt had, had talked about covering. But can can you look back at Hooked on Hardwater and think of one time where you were like, you know, really like almost got caught up in it? You know, almost emotional, like holy smokes, like this is. This is truly special, you know, whether it be an interaction with a pro or, or, you know, hearing, you know, a kid say something or whatever. Do you have, like, one memory that just really sticks out? Well, I have a hundred memories, but the, the one that comes to mind immediately is uh, this would have been, uh, <laughs> excuse me, this would have been probably five years ago, Kenny Winkler had a boy. And if you know Kenny, he's he's uh, just this 
man's man you know i mean he's just he, he's just a dude and that's just all there is to it and he's just a cool guy but he's just kind of a man's man and and he walked up to me and he was bawling and i'm like kenny what is going on and, and uh he he couldn't hardly even tell me but his boy uh the he they got done fishing. We've got our pictures taken. Everyone's had lunch, and it's time to start walking back to the bus. And his boy wouldn't get up off the the shack. And Kenny's like, "Well, it's time to go." And so they start walking, and they get halfway from the shack towards where the bus is, and the kid sits down and just starts crying. And Kenny's like, "What is the matter?" And he goes, "I don't want to go home. Is there any way I can go home with you?" And it just it killed Kenny because for him it's like what is going on in this kid's life where he's known me for a day and a half and already I'm the most important person in his life. Isn't that and crazy? Man, I, I tell you, I just I've got goosebumps right now telling I I mean and and you know, not all the stories are like that with the boys. Some right. are funny, some are uh, you know, just cute, but like that one is just gut wrenching because you what is going on where where like Kenny, you know, I mean, it made Kenny cry thinking about it, and 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 I could cry telling that story. It's like, man, that, that's why we got to do it. You know, right there is why we have to do it because you got to give those kids something. Uh, like my wife always says, give them a memory that no one can take that away from them. Yeah, yep. because so much, uh, so much of these things that these kids have you know that are subject to being lost or stolen or pawned off or whatever it may be but at least they can't take those memories away yep he had 24 good hours with kenny and yeah that's awesome yeah yeah but but then you know uh another one of my favorite stories is uh i can never remember deshaun i think it was deshaun he was pros, or his pro was Kevin Paul. Oh, yeah. And yep. it would have been the second year we were on Deerfield after the lake trout got stocked, and Deshaun wanted a lake trout. And he was not ready to quit fishing, and the boys were loading up. You know, there again, the pitches were taken. And so Deshaun and... uh Kevin went to my dad and said, Hey, can we fish for like 15 more minutes? I'll Kevin's like, I'll get him on the bus before it leaves, but just let us fish a little bit longer. And sure enough, with two, three minutes left to go, they start hooting and hollering and Deshaun catches like a 32 inch lake trout. And, <laughs> and it was like, how awesome was that? I mean, that's what needed to happen. And by gosh, it happened. So that's awesome. Yeah. Pretty darn cool. That is awesome. I really think that's the coolest part about that day, the fishing part of it, is that it really, you know, some of the kids really get into the fishing, and some of them it's like, okay, I caught a few fish, now it's time. Time to throw snowballs. Right, it's time, but but you guys have it set up out there where, you know, we, you can go get some fish to eat, they got food for the kids to eat out there, there's other things for them to kind of do to keep them occupied, and I, it's just, you know, I think Scott's boy, he, he really got into the fishing. I yeah, mean, he, yep, he's yep. really into it. He's concentrating yep. on it. I know the boys I've had in the past, it, it's good to have that time where we can get up and just walk around and just kind of see how everybody else is because those kids are, you know, they're their buddies too, so they want to see how everybody's doing. Like, what do you catch? Oh, this is what I caught. And it's just cool to see those guys get excited about it. Uh, 
I know I was talking to Ramsey the other day about it, and you know, Scott helped me out a ton with it my first year out there and everything like that. So just talking to Dusty about it and telling him really the fishing is don't worry about the fishing. Yep. Because yep. it's it's really the last like the least important thing of the whole day. I go yeah just well, just you know the camaraderie out there and just just have fun and and every single person is on the same team right you know that's that's one of the things that I've, I've I've often said you know when, when I came out there for the first time like I thought oh man I don't have a chance you know like uh, you know at, at really doing this kid justice you know I didn't have the best gear and and whatever man you don't need the best gear no. you don't need tons of jigs you don't need the best rod like you just have to sit down there and you know t- teach the kid how to do it there you're gonna catch fish because we're just in an area where the fish bite and uh you know i mean yeah like you say it's it it just it's not as big of a deal as, as what a pro can make it out to be you just get out there and and uh you know, hang out and throw snowballs, eat chili, and let your guard down and be a kid yourself. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, it's the boy's day. Like, right. Do whatever the hell he wants to do. If the kid never wants to drop a line, period. Well, guess what? You don't. You don't got to worry about catching fish today. Well, I and I, I I don't know. I'm really excited to get Ramsey out there just because he's such a, a fun loving guy. But I um, yeah, who's his pro gonna Mike. be? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm stuck with him all day. <laughs> Probably Deshaun. We'll get Deshaun <laughs> to be Ramsey's pro. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I was thinking we ought to get my dad to to hang around Ramsey and his boy. But just because if you need a hype man to to get everyone fired up, it's my old man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, that's for sure. sure. Oh yeah. Oh man. You catch a six-inch rock bass, and Dave Oiler will make sure everyone on the lake knows you got a fish, and he'll make you feel like it's the biggest fish in the lake. Oh, so. don't don't kid yourself, Ramrod will too. I've, <laughs> I've been out, I've been out in the middle of Lake Ponset where there wasn't a person on Ponset that didn't realize that Ramsey caught a perch. Well, good oh, job. Geez. Yeah, I, I I I swore at him that night. <laughs> All right, Craig. Well, uh, you know, we appreciate you uh, joining the show. As always, we appreciate everything you do, uh, you know, not only for the club for boys, but but for our show also. And uh, um, yeah, hopefully, uh, uh, I'm sure I'm sure we'll talk outside of this show uh, in between here and the uh, and the uh, uh, event. But uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll have you on a week or two after the event and just kind of go over it again. Maybe uh, maybe not. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But uh, like I said, we uh, we appreciate all your hard work. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, and I appreciate you having me on. And uh, I was excited to talk about the Black Hills Guide Service. It'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. And and one thing, if you want a, a trip to Black Hills Guide Service, there will be one at the auction block for Hooked on Hard Water too. Ooh, so. okay, okay, huh? Yeah, if you want you want to crack at a you want to crack at a guide out on the Black Hills. Uh, want to support a good cause while you're doing it? That's uh, it says, Venmo me the money. I'll bid on it for you. That's right. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. all that. So, all right, Craig. Uh, we will uh, chat at you later. All right. Thanks a lot, fellas. You bet. See ya. Bye. And that was Mr. Craigie Euler from uh, Rapid City, South Dakota. The Black Hill or Black Hills Guide Service. The Black Hills Guide Service, the best in all. Okay, okay. Time out. We have got to come up with, we've got to come up with a slogan. The Black Hills best. Um, 
The greatest show on ice. <laughs> the greatest know. show on ice. <laughs> All right. That, that Okay. Okay. You can't put us on the spot like that. We're going to come up with a slogan. We're not saying it's going to be on today's episode. But by next week, each of us are going to come up with each of us are going to come up with four slogans. Four of them. Four slogans. Three of right. them. We're going three. Three. Right. Three is a key number. Three slogans, and then we're going to figure out. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna narrow it down after that. All right. Three slogans. We're gonna come up. Yeah, we'll come up with a good slogan for them. Yep. Yep. They need it. I mean, they need it, and and uh, it say, just so happens that we're slogan masters. There's guy. There's guides up in them there hills now. <laughs> that's exactly the original ice guides that's it that's it we're gonna we're gonna figure it out yeah we'll get it all right uh i guess uh i guess all that's really left to be said is uh good news stories uh you got one or you want me to start you can start uh my good news story this week is gonna go out to our good buddy Stu the noob who uh been doing a little ice fishing here right in our town right on the rock river and today his son caleb who what grade would caleb be in second grade second grade 23 and a half inch walleye out of the rock river and uh according to Stu, he uh caleb did it all by himself and i gotta think he did do it all by himself because uh 23 and a half inch walleye Stu would have freaking kicked his kid in the head to, to, to be the one to reel that one in so uh hats off to Stu. hats off to caleb uh 23 and a half inch walleye uh, we've got a second grader that's now officially got a PB walleye bigger than mine. He's caught more fish out of the Rock River ice fishing than I ever have. Really? Yeah. Never have caught one out I've of never, there? Never caught one out of the yep. Rock River fishing. So. Nope. Uh, I've gone back there with Tanner right into that area there and uh, um, caught some walleyes back there. But uh, it's, a, it's a cool spot. Uh, we really need to start taking advantage of that a little right. bit more, throwing a couple tip-ups back there and... Uh, you know, maybe setting up a hub house and hanging out in there and just kind of watching the tip-ups. Tanner's got some tip-ups uh, set up with lights on them, and so when they go, you just, you know, right away. And uh, we could do something like that, who knows. But, uh, um, you know, we, we sit here and say, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to do it, and guess what, we won't. But uh, it's fun to think about. <laughs> it's fun to think about. You got one? Mine? Um... I'm just going to give a shout out to the seventh grade girls basketball team that I'm coaching this year. Okay. They've been working hard. We've started off the season. I think we're two, three and one, three, three and one. one. Yeah. They're okay. working hard. Yeah. I appreciate all the hard work they do. I doubt any of them listen to the podcast, but no, that's, that's all right. All good. That's all right. <laughs> uh, good news stories. Don't have to be about fishing. They don't have to be about, uh, anything, but, uh, um, they just gotta be good news. And I'd say that was so, uh, um, yeah, with that, uh, like I said earlier, t-shirts, uh, nope, we don't, we didn't get t-shirts or strictly hoodies. hoodies. Uh, we'll be going out this week. Uh, thank you for your patience, but, uh, you'll, you'll have them in hand soon. Uh, other than that, sign up for fantasy fishing. If you haven't, uh, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Uh, if you're listening to this on Apple, leave us a review. Um, we appreciate every single one of you guys that, uh, uh, joins us every single week to uh um listen to the show and heck if you don't join us every single week if this is your first time we we still appreciate you too uh with that uh, we'll see you next week on episode 157 later